you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it's a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. It's Tony Wiggins. It's James Rapine, and we're ready to get to talking some quarterbacks today. It's the quarterback show. That's what it's going to be. James, what's happening, my man? It's a quarterback-driven league. Speaking of driving, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Make sure you visit rockauto.com and tell you or tell them that Locked On NFL sent you. You're right, Tony. It's a quarterback show and the quarterback, the GOAT, Tom Brady, wins Super Bowl number seven. And you notice a pattern across the league now. I think there's a couple big takeaways, and it isn't, uh, you know, the, the Bucks defense or getting after the passer. Of course, that precedent's been there. But what I, I think Tom Brady did leaving New England, leaving the greatest coach of all time. And I know some don't think that now, I guess, because Bill Belichick went seven and nine without Brady. I still think he's the greatest head coach ever. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Leaving him and going to Tampa Bay and in doing so, because he's going to have more power, more say over the roster, more say over uh, all of the, the stuff around him, the playbook and be a coach of sorts is what Bruce Arians said at times. Hey, sometimes I just let him coach and I'm paraphrasing, but Arians has said that. I think that sort of set a blueprint and you're starting to see it with the Russell Wilson, right? Uh, the Russell Wilson's of the world. He goes on that media tour last week, goes on Dan Patrick's show, complains a bit and is about as outspoken as he's ever been. Uh, this is a guy who says, go Hawks. Well, now he's like, yeah, I would like more, more say in the personnel because he saw what Tom Brady did at 43 years old. And Brady went and got Antonio Brown and Brady went and got a guy like Leonard Fournette and Rob Gronkowski. Those are Brady's guys, right? And he's pushing for them. And I think that this is, this is the start of quarterbacks sort of like in the NBA where they flex their muscle a bit and, and feel a little more empowered because they are rare. It's hard to find a Russell Wilson. It's hard to find a Tom Brady. And we're going to gonna stay on this quarterback's topic. But I think Tom Brady's kind of having an effect across the NFL. And this is, this is here to stay. The, the Aaron Rodgers of the world, the Russell Wilsons of the world, they're not just going to be patient. They're going to force the, the envelope, push the envelope a bit if they're unhappy. I understand. I get it. And I like it. And I think when you have transcendent players at the most important position in the league, you ought to be able to trust them, especially if they've uh, given you a body of work and a reason to believe in them. And Russell's one of those guys. Deshaun Watson is another one of those guys, even though he hasn't won a championship. But his work ethic on and off the field and the way that he approaches football and, and the way that he is a face of the franchise, he is someone you want to communicate with a lot. But here's a slippery slope for me. You got to be careful with what you ask for. Because if you're Russell Wilson or anyone else and you're comparing yourself to Tom Brady, I might just ask it so you think you're Tom Brady? Because you're not. And the bottom line is, is Tom Brady, who didn't get as much leeway in New England because New England had already proven to him when he was a young cat that they could win and they the ones that showed him how to win. Why would you want to take some of that off of Belichick? You need to just play. I got it. You need to, the quarterback needs to trust the coach also because you guys built that together. 
Russell Wilson needs to trust Pete Carroll because you guys built that together. Tom Brady going to Tampa where there was no one there who had ever won anything. That's a different story because now you're the guy with the expertise. You're the guy with all the knowledge. You're the guy that can tell us and show us the way to go. And you're the guy that's going to make people come here because you're a magnet. Now, if Russell Wilson changes teams and he goes somewhere where they've never won and that coach has never won and that GM has never won, now you can be a sponge. And now you can be the guy that says, hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. But when you're in the same place where you won as a young player under the same people that you won under, I don't think you need to take on the responsibility that they have because I think now what you're doing is while you're empowering yourself, you're taking the power away from the very people that you won with and you're putting too much on yourself. Well, Brady tried to, right? He wanted more say. He was visibly, and it's, it's well-reported, upset about Antonio Brown getting released last year. He wanted to keep Josh Gordon and didn't want to move on from him. Those are things that, that bothered him. And so I think that's, that's part of it here. That's what forced him out. And now these quarterbacks are saying, okay, fine. You're not going to give me maybe the power or make the moves or in Rogers case, commit to me long-term, which is uh, really uh, compares to Brady in, in that situation in new England with a young quarterback behind him. If that's the case, then get me out of here. And, and I think there will be quarterbacks that are more open to doing that and pushing that. And there's some good to it. There's some bad to it. And the other thing here, and I think the thing that's much different than, than the NBA from this standpoint, because you see much more player movement in the NBA, the franchise tag, that's going to make it much harder on these quarterbacks, right? Russell Wilson has a couple of years left on his deal. Yeah, but then he can get franchise tagged. So it's going to be tough. Deshaun Watson, well under contract, right? Just entering his first year of that extension. It's hard to force your way out of town when teams have the control that they do. But I, I do think quarterbacks being able to say, hey, I want this guy. Let's go get him. I think that matters. Heck, I think back to in, in New England, Tom Brady wanted to keep Wes Welker. Bill right. Belichick didn't. And he went and got Danny Amendola. And that ultimately worked out for, for Brady. And him and Amendola became you know, really close and, and worked well, especially in the postseason. But initially, that hurt Brady's chances uh, of winning another Super Bowl, uh, even though they were able to turn it around long term. You're right. And, and, I, and I totally get it. And I'm pro player normally. I'm a pro player guy. My, my, my issue is this, the slippery slope that comes along with it. Because as much sure. as Tom Brady fought for those guys at the end, I don't remember him fighting for Asante, uh, Asante Samuel. I don't remember him fighting for Richard Seymour. I don't remember him when other guys were trying to get their money like Lawyer Malloy and him fighting for them when they were on their way. I, I don't recall him fighting for Randy Moss when Randy Moss was released. The thing is, that's the slippery slope. The thing is, you can't just do it when you feel like it. If you're going to wear that hat, then what happens when, if you're, let's just say if you're Russell Wilson and Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman want to get paid. What did you say anything then? Did you go to management? Is the, are you on record saying this is an out, outrage? We need to keep our guys. I don't hear. I didn't hear your voice. So the thing is, is when you talk about having more power, are you going to manage the salary cap? What about player development? You're talking about drafting people. See, now you're getting to the point where you better not ever throw an interception because when you start doing other, other people's job for them, what do they always talk about in football? Do your job and trust your teammates. 
when you start doing other people's job in the organization, you better not make sure you don't screw up. And that goes back to my original question. Do you think you're Tom Brady? Because measuring yourself to Tom Brady and LeBron James is going to get a whole lot of people in trouble when you haven't accomplished what Tom Brady and LeBron James. You're talking about two of the greatest, probably two of the seven or eight greatest team sport athletes that ever lived. And until you arrive at that point, I don't think you can pull out. You don't have that beacon score yet to be able to go in there and get that thing off the showroom floor like that uh, with no money down. I'm, I'm, I'm just that's just my opinion. And I think guys, while they're moving in that direction, they better be very careful and know what comes with that. You know, you can't just talk about adding players because now guys are going to be coming to you with their contract situation saying, bro, I want more money. Uh, can you go talk to them? And if you don't, then that means it's all just a bunch of hot air. That's a good point. And it's a slippery slope, especially for a lot of these teams that appear to really being, they appear to want to be aggressive and address the quarterback position this offseason. We're going to get into that next. But man, if you're betting on anything from draft odds uh, to to the offseason, maybe the NBA, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. It, It doesn't matter if you want to bet on. Tony's Jaguars making Trevor Lawrence the number one pick. Maybe you think Justin Fields is going to be the guy. Heck, maybe you think that Jalen Waddle is going to get taken ahead of Kyle Pitts. You can make money with Bet Online right now by going there at betonline.ag and wagering. Plus, they cover awards, TV shows, reality, television, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So go to betonline.ag right now. Use promo code locked on and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, betonline.ag promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, man. So we're doing our thing right here on Locked On. NFL on a Wednesday. We're talking quarterbacks. It's a quarterback special. And one of the motivations for this is the fact that there are a lot of quarterbacks that seem to be on the move for a whole lot of compensation that none of us really expected those guys to get. I thought the Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff deal, both ways, James, was like really crazy in terms of the fact that the Lions wanted Goff so bad that they were able to do the deal the way that they did it. And then the fact that after not seeing the guy win a playoff game in his career, the Rams actually believe that Matt Stafford is their guy. Mm -hmm. And not even just the Rams. Carolina offered the number eight pick, right? And a fifth rounder, according to reports, to Detroit, along with Teddy Bridgewater, which I would have taken, by the way. I would have taken that deal over the Rams deal, but that's neither here nor there, I guess, uh, if, if I'm the Lions. But again, this is, to me, almost a Brady effect. You get this guy that switches teams. He's a clear upgrade at quarterback. And suddenly everything is rosy and they find a way and they put it together and they win the Super Bowl. That's, that's really hard to do. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl in, in Denver. It wasn't his first year. It's hard to, to see guys switch teams like that. And, and put it together like the Bucks did in the second half of the year and, and make a deep playoff run like they did and ultimately win the Super Bowl. But that's what the Rams are banking on, right? That's what a lot of these teams are banking on. Heck, we talked about Wilson. Seattle's uh, had calls or, or at least 
answered the phone on calls and then hung up quickly about uh, potential trade offers for Russell Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson, the same thing. So I think you're going to see teams be extra aggressive because it's a copycat league. The team that had a bunch of roster turnover that had a really good core that added a, a star quarterback and then aggressively addressed other weaknesses that he wanted. Guess what they did? They went and won a Super Bowl. So I, I think that that's a weird blueprint. One I wouldn't necessarily copy with a guy like Matthew Stafford, right? right? Or, or, or just because they're not Tom Brady. But I think that is going to happen. I think you're going to see these teams really push forward. And you wonder if the teams with higher end starting quarterbacks that aren't stars, i.e., Matt Stafford, can take advantage of that and cash in and get maybe a buck 50 on, on the dollar that they're uh, that they would normally ask for or get in return for their quarterback. No doubt. I, I've been uh, listening to locked on today. I even was on there yesterday talking about Trevor Lawrence with Peter Bukowski, by the way, you can get more sports news. You need less time with our new locked on today podcast with Peter Bukowski. He hosts it. It's a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On today whenever you get your podcast. I We talked about that and we and we talked about the importance of that position. If if you don't see, because of the Carson Wentz situation and the Jared Goff situation, if you can't tell how the, the compensation and how important that position is based on the compensation for guys that you just really don't expect to, to garner that much interest it's wild, man. They're talking about, I see these trade proposals for Deshaun Watson and it's just off the chain when you, when they're talking about the things that they're discussing. I I mean, teams are literally, Miami is literally going to gut themselves if they trade for him, but you almost have to do it at this point because you know, you're not winning a championship without a dominant guy. And uh, we're going to, that that's going to lead us. We're not going there yet, but that's going to lead us into our third segment where we talk about the draft because I have a theory based on all of this that's going to affect that as well. But I don't know about some of these teams that don't have a super elite guy, like one of those uh, guys that we already know is in the top five or one of those young guys that is ascending or are ascending in that direction. I I think the teams like the Raiders, Mm -hmm. the Panthers, I think they're stuck in never the Vikings. They're like stuck in never, never land. I would much rather be the Chargers, the Bengals, the Jaguars. I'd even rather be the the Tennessee Titans than to be those teams that have a guy that can really play, but you know he's not going to ever win anything for you. And and honestly, Tony, what what you're saying reminds me of last year so much because I remember the day of the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and 49ers. I got scorched on Twitter when I said, man, I would much rather have Tom Brady in this game because everyone was talking about how lost he was than Jimmy Garoppolo. And then Garoppolo misses the the biggest throw of the game when he has Emmanuel Sanders wide open and, and could have beat Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. right? That, that, that happened. And since then, hasn't recovered. Well, well, then what happened that offseason? Well, the 49ers didn't move mountains to get Tom Brady, even though behind the, the door, the, the scenes, he wanted to go home, return home to San Francisco, according to reports. Teams like the Vikings signed Kirk Cousins to an extension when they had Stephon Diggs. They had Adam Thielen. They had Kyle Rudolph. They had Dalvin Cook. They had a, a core that they could have offered Brady. All these teams, right? In, in all, the only two that were uh, risky enough, bold enough, whatever it is, 
to go after him were the Chargers and the Buccaneers that really courted him. Even the Colts, right? They, mm-hmm. they go after Phillip Rivers. And, and so I think that's the thing. To me, you, you trade for a Carson Wentz or, or you trade for one of these guys. I, 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 that's not going to solve it. You know, you know what's going to solve it? Not sitting on your hands when arguably the greatest quarterback ever is available and you can't go back in time, but, but that's, that's the problem. I don't think there's really much you can learn from this because it was an unprecedented thing that you're not going to see unless Rogers becomes available, right. And is a free agent and can sign wherever someone like that becomes available. And it happened with Peyton in the early 2010s. And then it happened with Brady in 2020. So maybe it's, you know, a once in a decade type thing, but that's it. I, I don't think that these teams now uh, should go after these slightly above average quarterbacks and overspend because I, I think it's going to to hurt them long term. Now, does that mean the Colts shouldn't go after some of these guys that are available? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't overpay because you kind of missed the guy that you should have been going after in Brady. And there isn't another Brady that's going to be available this offseason. Right. And they don't grow on trees. You know, you usually don't get them in free agency, even though we've seen that this past year, you usually find them in the draft, which we'll get to in just a second. The thing is though, for me, when those great quarterbacks have lost, it's because your team had an identity and had a really good quarterback, a good to great quarterback, but they had an identity. And what that identity is, is something that most people think is played. And that is good defense. And I told people before the Super Bowl, good defense never plays out because as good as Brady played the other day uh, or the other week, the defense for Tampa is the reason they won the game because they were able to shut down Mahomes. It, it, it could because it could have become a shootout, but they were able to shut him down and they were able to totally take them away and keep giving Brady chance after chance and allow the running game to get going for Tampa Bay. So what you have to do is think of the Seattle team that beat Denver. You have to think of the Ravens team uh, back in the day. You have to think of the great defensive teams, the Carolina team, that sh- I mean, the, the Denver team that actually shut down Carolina and the MVP and Cam Newton. The greatest show on turf getting shut down by Brady's New England defensive teams. You have to really think about those teams and say, look, if I don't have a great quarterback now, I'll invest in a young guy the way Seattle did back then with Russell Wilson, right? And we're going to bring him along, but we're going to bring him along with an identity, almost like what the Jaguars tried to do in 2017. It's just that Bortles wasn't good enough. So most people believe they should have drafted Lamar Jackson that year and made him their quarterback with that defense. And it would have been very similar to what I'm talking about. It'd be very similar to what Baltimore has right now. Like to be a team that has an identity that's based on toughness. And that's the only way you're going to be able to stop a quarterback like that if you don't have one until you can get one. And speaking of getting one, we're going to do in our third segment here on Locked on NFL on a Wednesday, we're going to discuss the importance of the quarterbacks in this draft and why you shouldn't believe any mock that does not have all of these guys going very, very early. And I'm not just talking about Trevor Lawrence. I'm talking about all of them, including Trey Lance and everyone else. Rumor has it that people are calling Miami about that number three pick. They're trying to get that pick up out of them. You don't do that for anything else except for quarterback. We're going to discuss that in segment three here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL. Talk about needing things, trying to bolster uh, your life each and every day. One thing I use and I go to is Built Bar. You talk about the number one protein bar 
on the planet, Tony. I have a built bar daily because I'm working on that 2021 summer body. Hopefully we could travel again by this summer and I want to look good and built bars helping me get there. They have 18 amazing flavors from caramel brownie to cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake. Maybe you want one of the classics, a mint brownie, peanut butter, coconut, peanut butter brownie. Every single one of their bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and as great as they taste and they taste amazing. That's not even the best part. The best part is their macros. They're high in protein, low in sugar, low in carbs, perfect for you. So check them out right now at builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on. You're going to get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. And it's the third segment on a Wednesday. It's our draft segment. James Rapine, Tony Wiggins. I know you guys have been on the draft network. That's where our guys from locked on NFL draft reside. And I've been playing the, the mock draft machine and uh, I've been crushing it, man, because, you know, obviously I've been using the Jaguars, but these quarterbacks are going to fly. These quarterbacks are going to fly because what you have is James, this is my opinion. I'm going to give you some, 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 some background or a little bit of uh, housekeeping here is why I feel this way. I feel that every coach and every GM, when they initially take over a team, they have to end up aligning themselves with a quarterback. Most of the times when you win, it's a combination of coach, quarterback, coach, quarterback, and a GM, his tenure is usually defined by his ability to get a franchise quarterback, which leads to the championship that you know he wants to bring to the organization a la urban meyer we just i guarantee you he took the job because the jaguars got the number one pick so moving beyond that there are a lot of teams that are have first or second year coaches atlanta carolina teams that are hanging around and hovering near the top of the draft or close to the top of the draft that need quarterbacks the jets these teams need to have their identity attached to a young quarterback. There is no way, no way that these prospects will slip past the 10, 12 area. I'm talking about Trey Lance. I saw a mock the other day that had Trey Lance going all the way in the late twenties. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? And then I saw one the other day that had all of these guys going before 15, including Kyle Trask. I think it's going to be somewhere in between. I do think the top four guys and that's Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, and Lance will go in the first dozen picks. And then I believe Mac Jones will go somewhere before 18 and Kyle Trash will go somewhere before the end of the first round because he's a bit of a developmental guy, but he'll be a guy that you need to put the fifth year option on. That's my reason to think that you have six guys go in the first round and anybody that does a mock that tells you anything different, I think they're smoking crack. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Tony. Man, yeah, my man. last mock, I don't think I had six <laughs> going in the first round. So maybe I uh maybe I'm smoking something, right? Or I need to address it. Need some rehab, huh? That was a that was a couple weeks ago. But yeah, I uh <laughs> I, I look at it and I could totally see that in in the 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 problem with that is and whether it's fair or not, and I don't I don't blame any of these teams even a Miami right or, or a Jets where you might have your, your guy your young franchise guy obviously you haven't had the necessary pieces around him or in Darnold's case or Tua's case you just don't know yet I don't blame them for pulling the plug after a year if they think hey it's not it right yep. they did it with Josh Rosen in, in Arizona and they nailed it with Kyler Murray I love Kyler Murray I thought it was a no-brainer so if they think Zach Wilson's it or Justin Fields or one of these guys 
go for it. But the, the part that scares me about your logic, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but I think it's where GMs stumble and get it wrong, is the, the, the need to have one. Well, I, you, no doubt, you need to have one. But if you get the wrong one, it's no different than not having one. And it's right. sometimes worse, right? right? It, it, if you're the Bears, looking back, would you have rather not had a quarterback? Would you have rather had Mitch Trubisky over the past couple of years? Because if you didn't have one, maybe you, were, you, you fail. And then th- that next season, you're able to get one of the high-end quarterbacks in that draft. And I believe that was the Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen draft. Instead, it was like, oh, we got our guy. We're moving forward. Well, you got it wrong. Right. And so I, I think that's the key. When I think about the draft, getting it right is better than, you know, picking the right players better than just picking a position. And, and that's the key. That's how I would warn teams like the Panthers, for example, they're going to be ultra aggressive, right? And they want to get their quarterback. And I, I have no doubt in my mind, Teddy Bridgewater isn't the, the all time, you know, long-term answer there. But the fact that they offered the eighth pick for Stafford, well, what does that say about what they think about the quarterbacks that are going to be available at eight? One. And two, I'm not settling for, for a guy. Like, let's say they love Fields and they love Wilson and neither one are there, but Lance is there. I, I, I wouldn't settle just to settle. Now, if you really love Lance, take him. If you really love Mac Jones and you're the, the Patriots, take him. If you really love, insert whoever you want to say. But to me, I would almost go the Band-Aid route which had mixed reviews uh, and mixed results in 2020, an Andy Dalton, a Cam Newton, um, a bunch of guys that are, you know, potentially going to be available. Jameis Winston. Marcus Mariota, right? Marcus Mariota is an interesting one. Really, maybe the most interesting on that list I just said. Over, in in hope you get Ryan Tannehill, right? Over going the route that that you just stated, which is almost kind of reaching because you need one, so you're going to take one. Well, I'd rather not have one than have the wrong one. This is what they do, though, and 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 it's not necessarily the formula that I was subscribed to, but I know they have the tendency to do this because they're spending. It's the amount of currency they're spending on these retread guys that makes me think that they're going to go all out on the rookies. That's why I think they're doing it. I, I think everyone is so desperate for a quarterback that they're just going to, I think they're going to, they're going to sell the phone. They don't even know if they're going to be able to get to those guys. And I think the reason why is because they believe there's going to be a yard sale on the, I mean, these guys are going to be gone. They're going to be flying off. The the byproduct of that is you're going to get another Tristan worse. That's going to fall right to you somewhere between 10 and 18. Okay. You're going to get a, you're going to get a Kyle Pitts that's going to fall to you right there between 10 and 18. You're going to get a Jalen Waddle that's going to fall to you right there between 10 and 18. And what it's going to do is going to make those teams like the Dallas Cowboys that have a lot of talent that was just without their quarterback last year, or those teams that barely missed the playoffs. It's going to make those teams very, very good in the future because they're going to get a good football player. Now, to, to piggyback off of a question uh, or, or a statement that you made, I agree with you. It's wrong to reach. But you know what GMs are afraid of? I think they're more afraid to not pick a guy and he turns out to be a star and have everybody go, you should have picked him, mm-hmm. than they are to pick a guy and he doesn't become a star. Like to miss on a guy is one thing. But to pick a left guard when you needed a quarterback because he was a sure thing. And then this dude turns out to be all world. Like if you're the 49ers, right? (laughs) If you're the 49ers 
and you trade back and a team drafts Mitch Trubisky and then you come back up and you draft Solomon Thomas and then two teams right after you draft Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and now you spend the next three years even though you go to the Super Bowl one year you spend the next three years paying a guy a hundred million dollars and then trying to trade for everybody's quarterback after that you look really foolish doing that mm-hmm. that's fair you, you know yeah. so you know you could have you could have just picked the wrong guy but no you didn't pick anybody you picked a defensive end that's not even in your rotation right now and all these other guys that came behind them are all world right now and that would be the argument for me tony that quarterbacks are going to go early and teams are going to be willing to trade up because let's be honest here. The Detroit lions absolutely and Jeff Okuda could end up being an all pro absolutely bombed with the 2020 NFL draft. They absolutely bombed it because, uh, and, and you could say Washington, but they got chase young, you know, the best the defensive player of the year. Rookie, yeah, they had that running player. back two out of Memphis. So they, yeah. but, but my point is, is Justin Herbert was there. He, he was there. Yep. I don't blame the Bengals for taking Burrow. I still think it was the right pick. But Justin Herbert was there staring them in the face. They're a year away from trading Matt Stafford, and they had no plan. And it was clear that Herbert – it's funny. I, I tweeted all the hate that Herbert got. I remember tweeting back in, in November of 2019 before that draft. Yeah, Herbert might be the best prospect in this, cal- in, in this class. He might be better than Burrow. He's not putting up the numbers. Might be better. No one watches Oregon football in the Midwest. And people crushed me. Bengals fans especially, man. They were like, you're out of your mind. And who's, who's laughing now? Like, I li- Yeah, he, and I like him might, both. He might be. And the fact that he fell to six, six, not five, makes the Dolphins look bad. Because if they had drafted Herbert, there's no damn way they're in the market for a quarterback at three. But fell to six. I think teams now are going to be looking. We can't let Zach Wilson fall to six if we think he's legit. We can't let Justin Fields fall to six. We got to go up and get him because if we get that guy, it changes our whole outlook. Because I I know personally, I feel much different about the Chargers now than I did eight months ago, even after they drafted Herbert, watching him play and perform at a high level. Me too. And as we close out here, Fields is the guy that you really have to – if you pay attention to the things that people are saying about him, they are exactly the things that people were saying about Justin Herbert. I don't know about his accuracy, st- big arm, stares his receivers down too long, this, that, and that. All of those concerns that they had about that kid are the ones that they have about Justin Fields. I don't have any concerns about locked on NFL on Maybe Thursdays. it's a Justin thing. Right. It might be right. I don't have any concerns about <laughs> locked on NFL on Thursdays because uh, Ryan Tracy and Jake Liskow break down teams across the NFL from an analytics and team building perspective. Get the expert analysis on your favorite teams from Ryan and Jake every Thursday. Subscribe to Locked on NFL wherever you get podcasts. Hey, man, this has been fun. This is the quarterback show. You know, it's been real, James. Um, I guess uh We'll see how it all shakes out. By the way, I got to tell you this. I did a podcast yesterday uh, where I'm doing a little series where I'm building the Jaguars and I'm giving them free agents. Uh-huh. Uh, on Monday, I gave them William Jackson. Uh, of course you did. Yeah. So I'm a, what, I, what did the Bengals get in return? The number one pick, right? It, nah, it was n- number one pick for William Jackson. Absolutely not. You know, I'm just, <laughs> 
I gave him William Jackson. I, I left your pass rusher up there alone. I left Shaq Lawson alone. So I gave it's Carl William. Lawson to you, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not Shaq, <laughs> Carl Lawson. I, I left him alone. See, I didn't even say his name right. That's why I left him up there. But I just want you to know, man, that I, I plucked your little cornerback from you. and gave Well, him j- just know Joe Burrow is coming because that, they, they play this year in Cincinnati. I, I'm and, looking for, uh, I'm gonna, I might come up there. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, as long as it's not doing the – as long as it's not cold, because I was going to say as long as it's not winter, because it's winter here, but it's 78 degrees outside. So that's a whole nother thing. I just had to throw that in on you, too. But mm-hmm. um, but uh, look, 52 inches of snow outside. And that's what you got to say to me. I can't yeah. Believe you. Yeah. No doubt about. Hey, man, Jay, regardless of that, have a nice Wednesday, brother. <laughs> you, too. I, I will be down in Jacksonville this summer, so I'll definitely have to come see you. Uh, Maybe yeah. even get a haircut. No doubt about it. I, I, you ain't got much, but I'll give it to you. You know, I, I, I you know, I just get it buzzed. You know, a little fade, yeah, yeah, little fade yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, but it, but you know what? It'll be all about the fellowship, man. That's that's thirty five bucks for fellowship. That's that's a that's a that's a hell of a fellowship, isn't it, man? <laughs> hey, man, you guys out there, subscribe everywhere you get your podcast. It's Locked On NFL Monday through Friday, and subscribe to a lot of our program here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Y'all keep taking care of each other, man. For James Rapine, for Tony Wiggins and Locked On NFL. Thank you for tuning in on a Wednesday on our quarterback special. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.